What up, what up, what up, you guys? We are here doing another podcast with brothers from different mothers. To my right, I have here... It's Taz. What's going on, y'all? And to my left, I have... It's Cam out here, man. What's going on, y'all? And to my other left... It's Todd. How everybody doing out there? And right about now, we have a special guest here. Sir... All the way from Chicago, Chicago Illinois. Town. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Windy City. <laughs> Mr. Ron Burrell. All right, all right, all right. How you Welcome. doing, sir? Welcome, sir. Hey, man, all is well. How you guys doing today? Doing we good. doing good. Black. All is well. Bless. That's usually what we say. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bless and highly favored. All, right. all the time. Y'all all brothers from another mother, but it seems like we have two brothers from the same mother in the same <laughs> <place>. <laughs> all, <right. Yeah. laughs> all day long. So how was your trip on down? Say, man, it was easy breezy on the highway. That's no problem. No, no accidents, no slowdowns. That's good, especially coming from Chicago. Smooth sailing. <laughs> yeah, I look at it. It's like anybody that make it from Chicago. It's a blessing. You gonna start, huh? Right. Get it going. No, but just let me see. Everybody didn't run from Chicago to get down. Here. Uh, come on, come on now. <laughs> Say it again. Come on now. <laughs> Say it again. Now what? <laughs> Mr. Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm Milwaukee, born and raised, Brew City. Home of the, how we roll. Of the Brew. The Brew. The <laughs> Milwaukee <laughs> best. <laughs> Not the Milwaukee best. Well, that's all right. You could probably got to be the only one that's born and raised. I got, that, that's, that's, that's my city forever. Everybody Milwaukee. else that migrated. <laughs> <laughs> migrated, took refuge, whatever case you may want to call it. <laughs> If you ain't going there, you running from there. Man, look. <laughs> look man. So we got a few things that um, that's on the plate that I want to discuss, get everybody's thoughts on. Just remember that what we discuss here, we definitely want y'all to uh, 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 make a comment about it. Definitely. We're going to we're gonna get to as many as we can and try to include some in if, if some, some of them are interesting, but... Um, want to talk a little bit about this Derrick Jackson thing. Now, I know that it's kind of been dominating the entertainment world, and I know everybody got their own opinions about it, but I just want to open up discussion about what's going on. For those who don't know about the, the, the situation, uh, Derrick Jackson is known as this Christian relationship guru, and uh, I guess it, it, was, it, it came out that um, he has some extramarital affairs. Mm-hmm. And um, he did yeah. this video where uh, he had his wife on there. They were holding, well, he was holding her hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tight, too. You yeah, saw it. it was really tight. <laughs> Super was tight. The blood flow out of that. Hey, hey <laughs> he was just making sure <laughs> she didn't slip out her chair and yeah, fall. Okay. He was okay. making sure he was holding her down. So the, the, the easy discussion about this is is about the, the affair that he had. Um, a more uh, a discussion I would like to, to talk about is just the advice he gives and whether that should be discredited because of his actions. And um, I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't. I wouldn't say it was more the advice he gives, but like you said, you can do the worst things and give good advice. 
but it's the person you're trying to portray yourself to be. And if you're being hypocritical to that image that you're trying to portray to everyone, you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? So. Go ahead. I mean, the advice, I mean, the advice is like you, you can take it or you, you can just leave it there. You know what I mean? Like he did wrong. You see, he did wrong. You, if you want to take his advice, if it's your advantage to take it and it works best for you, take it. Despite what he did, and that's what I agree. I I I agree with that that assessment. Like, if you using that advice and it has benefited your life, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what that where, where the advice comes from. Uh, I think too often we look at the people and see that they have flaws, just like we all do, which is why we're listening to this advice in the first place, right. and see that he has flaws, he or she has flaws. And then want to discredit like all the advice that they've given. It doesn't really matter if it helped your life. Right. Like take despite it. what he did. It was wrong what he did, but keep it. Keep you got an opinion on it? Teach his own. You know he got an opinion on <laughs> What don't he got an opinion on? No, I've been trying to, you know, keep minds to myself because like I explained before in our uh pre discussions, it's just the fact that um we don't know what happened uh, as far as what that gentleman did, uh, and that's his business. Um, I don't know why it made it was made to be a huge issue. Uh, I understand people looked at looked up to him for advice uh, about relationships, uh, but like he said before, he didn't ask for that. Even though that platform was given to him, and you know, even though he knew that platform was there, he continued with it. But you know, what happened was something that he was that was done in the past. And regardless if it was done in the past, why are we bringing it up? What difference do it make? You can take whatever you want to take from it. You know, what I'm saying you don't. We don't need to uh, bash this guy. You know, why why give more to the monster? Why are we feeding the monster? The muscle don't make no sense. Whatever happened between him and his wife, when it happened, that's between him and his wife. That ain't none of our business. And that's true. But I feel like when you put yourself out and want to become some kind of, you know, social media influencer or something like that, you open up your home to these people. You know what I mean? You open up your relationship. Like us. You know what I'm saying? We're starting this. We're going to get feedback. Positive feedback, negative feedback, but we're opening up that lane for people to comment on things we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's doing that same thing. So when stuff like this comes out, and I don't know how he reacted to it, but he can't get mad because nobody said, hey, you have to do this. You wanted to do this. You give good advice, whether it's good advice, bad advice. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you chose, like you said, to keep on doing this. And like I said, I don't think you should discredit his advice because just because he, you know, whatever he did, don't make his advice bad, like you said. But I feel like it's the the image you're trying to portray. If you try to portray yourself to be this perfect individual, and I don't know if he has because I didn't hear him before this, but this is the kind of backlash you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Ron, what's, how do you feel how about you feel it? about it? You know him. Through the way that I see this, you know, none of us in here is perfect. That's right. 
everybody sitting around this table hmm. probably need a hard hit when they go in their closet. <laughs> <laughs> so who are we to judge what somebody do and how they run their household and this and that. But as you said, being out here in the public's eye, mm-hmm. it's going to make people talk critical even if they don't have nothing to do it. But, you know, controversy sells. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's what people are looking for. Now, you can go back all the way back and talk about the other preacher and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. This stuff go on and on when you start looking at people and what they do when they hit out here in the world out there. And once they get their camera and everything behind them, you have a bullseye on your back. Because... Mm-hmm. Just like you got some people that's trying to put, pick you up and put you on a platform, you got the other half that's trying to tear you down. And it's regardless of what you're going to, whether you're in the social world, whether you're in a political world, or whatever the case may be. Right. If you singing, if you done got with one singer, then you done turned around and got with another. Yeah. Somebody gonna always dog it out. So my thing is, who are we to judge? And all the time, the bottom line, you giving a person a platform and you still building that individual up, even if you're talking about, mm-hmm. it. Negative you know, for that, that yeah. negative publicity, negative publicity to still build publicity. Yeah, publicity. That's right. So I don't have a real good take on, I mean, man, do what he got to do. You know, if he did something wrong, if his wife or whoever stuck by him and they decide to make it work. What else can anybody else say? Right. There you go. Right. And they business. Derrick Jackson, I mean, he does have an image. Uh, I I personally, and this is just a personal opinion, I personally uh, don't listen to Derrick Jackson. I I don't, Derrick Jackson, I don't, um, I don't like any of his advice. Um, It's just not for me. I'm not saying it's not for other people out there, but I, I, I'm just a strong believer in, in good advice and not judging where it comes from, but seeing if you can apply it to your life. Um, but the criticism that Derrick Jackson is receiving right now, you could say is warranted because he himself has criticized another uh, uh, another YouTube uh, Instagram personality mm-hmm. um, by the name of Kevin Samuels. And for those who aren't familiar with Kevin Samuels, um, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of women call into a show, and they pretty much ask for his feedback. He gives them feedback, and it, it comes off really harsh. It's just his style, and a lot of people criticize him because of how harsh he comes off. But one of those people that criticized him was, in fact, Derek Jackson, and he actually put one of his feedback shows on his YouTube show. Okay, and he offered his feedback, and also kind of hinting towards that Kevin Samuels was was gay because of his of his comments and asked if he even liked women wow. because of because of his comments. I personally didn't agree with agree with what he said about that, but I want to hear y'all thoughts on that. Like, how how do you feel about that? Um. Wow. Um. Go ahead. Mr. Ryan. Once again, <laughs> we're going back to that negative publicity. <laughs> now, what you said, what you don't like about this person or what that person didn't like about the other one, 
Now what they doing is still feeding back off each other. Now for whatever it is, whether you like it or not, you put it out there. If I say I don't like something about Cameron over there and everything, now you know what they just did is got everybody trying to look up Cameron, <laughs> That's trying true. to see what Cameron is all about. Now Cameron moving all up the thing. charge. Which is, you know, so it's still negative publicity either way you look at it. So, like I say, we have our our own views about what we do and what we don't like. I'm not in the business of sitting here. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate role on everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you give me ten reasons why you don't like to do something. I'm gonna give you ten reasons why you should. Right, right, all the time. <laughs> but see, my thing about the Kevin Samuels thing. I, you know, I can't speak for the gentleman, uh, but if I had to speculate, he was out of pocket for what he said and what he said. But the thing is with that is, you know, sometimes when we uh, feel attacked, you know, we lash out back out and we say things that we shouldn't say, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what it is. So, you know, Again, I, I just, again, I don't follow Derek Jackson, but I have come across him on Facebook, saw what he was talking about. If it was interesting, I looked at it. I didn't give my opinion about it. I just scroll on past it. That was it. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we don't need to feed this monster, you know, and and the monster is basically the bad publicity, you know, the controversy about it, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Who cares? That's that man like because he's the only one that's going to have to deal with whatever happens. Now, it's a thin line between feeding a monster and dissecting and trying to, trying to understand, like, how could we build a better community off the situations like this? And it was it, it, it's not our goal to promote the negativity between uh, Derek Jackson and uh, his current situation with the, with his wife and uh, infidelity and his situation with Kevin Samuels, but to put things in perspective, how can we benefit as a community from situations for, where uh, infidelity becomes uh, a key issue, especially for a, a top figure within our community? Mm-hmm. And if two people that are respected, even by two spectrums of the same community, are going head to head, how could we find a way not to allow it to divide us and 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 learn from it and build a better community? You build a better community by finding something more positive to right. focus on. There we go. Don't even focus on you don't, the don't focus on the negative, the negative part. See, like I said, we're talking about feeding that monster, whatever the case may be. If we still stand up here to talk about it, to continue to bring it out there, we keep it alive. The only way you're going to get rid of something and be done with it, then you get rid of it. Replace the negativity with the positive. And let's move on from there. Then instead, like I said, what can we do about that uh, infidelity and all of that? One thing that's going to be part of life, what goes on behind another person's household or whatever, inside their household, outside, that's their business. Now you're going to get people that's going to see it or whatever other people want to talk about it. But you get people that do stuff, whether it's for the wrong reason and everything, we still keep it popular by keeping it in our mouths. Mm-hmm. We keep it out here, 
keeping it on the airwaves. You're hearing it on the radio. You're seeing it on the television. Now, have y'all heard about some people that's even playing on TV? They the most hated person on TV, but everybody tune in to watch. Mm. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> I caught that up when I was speaking about it. It was um like uh, Charlemagne the God. Mm. Like people hate this man, but tune in every day. They tune in they every tune day. In to watch. Every day. <laughs> Because I, I think what they're saying on the outside is 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 opposite of what they what they feel like. I think everybody has this pressing need inside them. Like, man, how 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 can I use this information that I, I've gotten to grow? Right. right. Like it's just this. Like no one wants to waste time doing anything. Everybody wants to feel that what they're putting their efforts and their time in is going to help them in some shape, form, or fashion grow. Like, yeah, I was out in the streets, but I learned this. That's how I got here. You know, I was homeless. I learned this. That's how I got here. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyler Perry, he has a really good story. You know, he, he's a, a billionaire now. Something like that. I think he's he a, did. I he's think. a billionaire now, but he slept in this car. You know, everybody, want, everybody wants to know that what they any struggle that you've gone through is it for something. Right. And when you reach that, you never want to forget that struggle because you think it's, it's going to... It's, it's going to be a story later on once you make it to to where you where you going well that struggles within yourself we all I know we all got stories to tell but I'm telling you some of my best advice didn't come from the TV or the radio mm-hmm. it came from my very own grandmother mm-hmm. so it all depends on who you yeah. listen to and what you're going to take with you but like I say, instead of focuses on the negative, let's stick strictly with the positive and keep it moving. What's your grandmother's name? I, I think I may know her. Oh, because you may be that brother from the same mother. Oh, <laughs> <they love. laughs> but you kind of brought when you brought that up. You you kind of made a, a, a segue into something else that's just kind of running rampant um, on social media, and and that's cancel culture. Oh God, we go. everybody yeah. got. You know, it it's gotten to the point that if you know one thing happens or one thing is said, that uh, there's just this mob of people on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, news Watch coverage. That everybody is, hey, don't go to them. Yeah, no, uh, don't don't support, don't support them anymore. Yeah, and yeah. and all the, and I think I think it's a powerful tool. I'm one of the I'm one of the believers in it. I do think that there are a lot of people that do abuse it, yeah. but I think it's a power, powerful tool. And I, I think the 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 real kicker, the the real treat about the whole entire cancel culture is that it was actually started by a group that's actually being totally abused by it right now. And I, I cancel culture itself. Uh, a lot of you who I, I don't know who, unless you was living under a rock who aren't familiar with the Colin Kaepernick situation, um, when it was believed that he was eight-balled out the NFL because of him kneeling down doing the national anthem. Mm -hmm. But you did it yourself. You can't be talking about ties. Ties stays underneath the rock. You can't be talking about rocks like rocks are bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ties. I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. Now, see, I'm going to take Brother Ron's advice, and I'm just going to stick strictly with the positive. I'm not going to worry about this brother over here being negative. That's what I'm talking you know what about. I love him anyway, you know? No, but I understand what you're saying, Todd. I mean, Todd, go ahead. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I please feel free to share your thoughts. It was just that, you know, the people had a big, big problem with what Colin Kaepernick did. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that uh, consumers are turning their backs on these corporations who who are supportive or who harvest racism mm-hmm. or or sexism or right. any 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 type of ism. Right. <laughs> and that's funny because um dang that that um conversation we was having, me, BK and Ryan last night, um, we were talking about the riots and stuff and how they were having a, we were rioting in our own neighborhoods. We weren't going into their neighborhood. What Colin Kaepernick did was took that to their neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they ain't like that. Right. Like, you ain't going to mess up our money. You know what I mean? Showed them the so, blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> Showed them the blueprint. Hey. <laughs> this is going to open up a whole other can of stuff. You know it is. I look at, <laughs> I look at protesting and rioting as two totally we, different And we things. said that. Yeah, okay. We said that. Yeah, so I, I look at it as two totally different things, and wherever there's protest or celebration, <laughs> there's usually right. rioting. Right, like that that follows. Um, I think a lot of people who want to shed a negative light on protest um, would would exalt or talk more about the rioting part of and it, the protesting part. Yes, yes. and yes. I only said that just to say, like we were saying, um, usually when we're rioting or protesting. It's in our neighborhood. We're tearing our own stuff up, mm-hmm. and they won't. They won't. Um, they won't allow you to take it to their neighborhood. You know, they try to keep it. But that's what I was saying. That's what Colin Kaepernick did. He took it to their neighborhood. You know what I mean? There's no black NFL owners. You know what I mean? So when he kneeled down and he's trying to protest, they're like, "Hold on, wait a minute." You know what I'm saying? And and for. And I don't see why it wasn't more brothers that said, you know what, we're going to stand behind them because they were scared of losing those contracts. Or get... But what is the the higher percentage of NFL players are black? What they were going to do? Right. Play without y'all? You know what I mean? So, I mean, got it. But did you want to take that chance when you're trying to feed your family? Right. I mean, <laughs> and that's what I guess I would say if you stand in unity, it's a, it's a better power's, but, powers in the numbers. In the numbers, but if it's just you, you're right. I'm not gonna take it because if y'all not gonna stand behind me, then mm-hmm. I'm, while I'm out here on my butt, you know what I mean. Y'all gonna still be in here running this pig skin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I it's definitely com- understand what you're saying. Uh, Malcolm X actually made a, a, a comment about that. Um, he actually, and uh, I mean, I don't agree with the, I don't agree with the the comment, but I understand where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. But he actually talked about because. You know, you everybody knows what Malcolm X stood for. There were some athletes that were standing with him also, mm-hmm. and his comment was, he said, do, do, "You know, when the cause is on the other side with the other race, mm-hmm. do you see their athletes stepping up, saying anything? It's always a community leader or a corporate organization, right. things of that nature." He said, "We have to use our athletes to do that, and we shouldn't have to." Put them in a position. I mean, yeah. athletes shouldn't have to be the only spokesperson True. within our community. There's some people out there that don't have that obligation and should be stepping up. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't support at all. They definitely are making noise. LeBron James has done a yeah, lot. Definitely so. 
And that 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 goes that goes under even under though I don't like him, but you tell him the truth. He uh, he did a lot, especially like for the, for the election for the election year. He did a lot. He put a lot of his money in, and he continues to to put more in the community and, and and educate the community on on voting and registering and things of that nature. But it shouldn't just be all on the athletes. Right. I it agree. should be on a lot of these blue collar workers. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it's it true. Because a lot of, you know, like you said, the blue collar workers look at the athletes like, well, y'all ain't doing nothing. And they're probably like, well, you ain't doing nothing either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just my one voice ain't going to change nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they probably look at them like, oh, well, you got the masses, people looking at you. You got these millions of people. Well, what does that mean? You know what I mean? You, you know, get up and stand behind. I'm sorry. But that's where the problem come in there. Just like you just said, what is your voice going to do? That same platform, you use your voice to talk to your friends and mm-hmm. stuff. If you got something important, how many people you think you can reach when you're sitting up here trying to gossip about this and that? Right. How many people you got that's listening to you? Now, if you take those few people, take them to the voting poll. Let the next person take their group with them. If everybody just did their own part, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised on how many people come together. It'll fit like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. But see, if we sitting up here, we get discouraged saying what I'm what I'm doing and uh, what I may say is not gonna reach or what not gonna reach everybody. I need to get somebody else to speak for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But while you looking for that individual, you try to do the same for yourself. So you try to bring as many people as you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. It's one thing about protesting. I understand people protesting. I have no problem with protesting. I have a problem with rioting. Mm-hmm. But like I said, those are two different things. But when they come out, they always come together and they intertwine. So right. you don't know who's who. As they say, if you get if you got two people arguing, if you got two fools arguing, how can you tell which one the fool? Mm. <laughs> you had to be there at the beginning. Of the <laughs> <laughs> History just messed all that up with us, you know. It all started back when we was in slavery and all that, and can't go nowhere because we black. Got to eat in the back, sit in the back. Okay, but let me ask you this: though. When you can't go nowhere, when did they stop you from eating? Oh, when they make you come in the back door. You didn't experience that. I didn't. You're only going by what you heard. Right. So since you didn't experience then, you need to go by what you able to do. Mm-hmm. I can't go back and get stopped from what I heard that happened in the past because then the past controls me. When I was born, I was born in this world, the way things are now. So all I know to go ahead, they let me go into the door. They let me go get an education. Now, I need to take that and further that alone. A lot of people get stuck listening to what happened in history. That was his story back then. What is your story? Right. Some people get stuck. So I think, like, knowing the knowing the history is, is extremely important. Like, some... I think like with all things, we get we can get caught up in something and that becomes our world. And we stay like entrapped in that and then we can't move forward and, and, and grow. But it's important to know um, it's important to know what happened in the past, because a lot of in a lot of situations, especially now, like the game really 
doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It's just the players. That's all. So if you don't if you don't know what type of game that they've been running throughout history, like how in the world you you gonna be able to expect what's coming? I know you. I know uh, Ron. You you ran across a lot of this stuff that's been going on with your thirty plus years with the department and. The thing about that, did you did you ever have to deal with a lot of stuff like that? You know, dealing with racism being, on yeah. the job and all that. Yeah, I think in every part of life you're gonna run and deal with some kind of racism, but it's up to deal with yourself on how strong you are and how you, you know, persevere through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now we get out here, we see the negativity in it, we see the racism in it, and but just as you were saying, my brother. We have to understand our history. I have no problem with that. You need to learn your history. But do not let your history cloud your future. Mm-hmm. So you move on. We know it's going to be out there, but we don't get stuck right there. We try to find a way to get around it, to overcome these obstacles, and keep on moving. You can go into the, your neighborhood grocery store and witness you know, racism. You know, even being back in Chicago, you see it big. I, I don't know how it is too much up here in Madison because up here you have a lot more integration going on. Mm-hmm. Still don't matter. Right. Um, up here, you know, and and, and and I'm glad you said that uh, because I don't understand how we still run with, I mean, come across and run into a lot of racism up here from the uh, the the departments, uh, and I'm saying departments because it's not just the police, it's not just the fire department. <laughs> We're running to it with them all, but majority of the time, the main topic up here it, are the police officers. And you would think, you know, by being such a diverse city, you know, they would sit here and understand. Hey, we all, you're a man, that's a woman. And we, I'm gonna treat you as such. If you did wrong, you're wrong. If you done did right, and I'm just helping you out, that's that's good. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good officers up here. It is. It's not all bad. But majority of the time, when you run into that bad one, he make a huge stink, and he make a lot of officers look look bad. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and you know, you just try to deal with it. You know, and hope not all police up here are like that because then you get some people who tends to want to challenge the police, call them out their name, you know, and do some of the negative things to, to stir up things because they feel you can't do nothing to me. You're not going to do nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're more vocal now since all the protesting that's been going on. So, yeah, okay. You do have some bad apples. But you're going to have bad regardless on whatever it is. But you can't let that, those bad apples, give, you know, the good one a bad name. But trust me, it's a whole lot more good police officers out here. I did this job for 30 years. And like I tell people, you can't judge me by what somebody else did. Because that's just like me 
coming out there and say, all women out there is women of the streets. Because mm-hmm. I just locked somebody up. There was one last night. Right. Now, if I go and tell the next person that, they get offended. They get offended for it. If I say, all people out there, all men out there, drug dealers. But you go to work working a nine to five every day. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be just so we the same way. Don't judge me for what the bad person did. Right. You know, but it's hard to give that black eye because one thing you got to realize, once you become a police officer, a teacher, anything in that field, they look at you a certain kind of way. Now they say you don't work it no more. You don't have anything to do with it and you do something wrong. Now the ex-police officer did that or the mm-hmm. ex-teacher did that. Right, right. You still labeled. Yeah. Are you damn if you do and damn if you don't? All the time. Talk to me, Cameron. I see something on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to say, C-No? I ain't got to say nothing. I, I, think, I, think, I think C-No want to drink. Is that what it is? Like, Probably, yeah. Yeah, we, we got, yeah. I mean, okay, all right. So not not to make a hard, uh, a hard right off the subject, because it was a good subject. It is, it is. But speaking of drinks, like, Uh-oh. where are we kicking it after the pandemic is over? Hmm. Where are we going? Like, I, like where, those, who's, those who's listening and, and about to jump in. After the pandemic. But after the pandemic, where can we see y'all out? What bar? What restaurant are you at? Like, I want, I want to go over some of the places that we was going to before the pandemic hit. Old school. Not me. I stayed in. Uh, no, no, no. no. Can't pick me up. I mean, how far you talking about going? Cause right before the pandemic, I really wasn't going to many places. But I remember places like the Silver Eagle. <laughs> Pictures put. What, what happened with Pugs, Silver Eagle? Red Shed. <laughs> I remember the red shit. I remember. I don't know nothing about the red shit. Sure you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. All those that's listening, you know about the BK Long Island. (laughs) (laughs) Long Island, keep me away. Oh my. But uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where is it? Where everybody going? What's the new spots? Ain't no new spots out here. So I don't know. I I think I want to go back out to that spot that we was out there, Marley's. When we was out there and we was kicking it out there, when when Ron came up, we went out there and we kicked it and, you know, sat out there, had some cigars, had some drinks. Some people out there thought we were celebrities. (laughs) I think that's what people need to say. Like, hey, where can we go, smoke a good cigar, and have good traffic? Because I know we in a college town. Do it at home. I think we did it last night. Yeah, we definitely did. We definitely did. We had a great conversation last night over Cigars and nice cognac, you know what I mean. So I'm I had my first uh, Remy, seventeen thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. 38. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm about to say seventeen seventy-six. Thinking about Hamilton. My bad. My bad. My bad. Taz, what do you, what's, what's your favorite cigar? Um, I don't have a favorite right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just I'm new to this, so I'm dibbling and dabbling. But um, brother Ryan did give me one yesterday. How do you pronounce the name of that one? The Gurkha. The Gurkha. The, the Gurkha, Gurkha Titan. Very good. Sir. But as I explained Very to him last night, everybody talk about 
What's your favorite cigar? Well, cigars are just like wine. It's according to your palate. Mm-hmm. As I explained to him last night, I can give you a $25 cigar and it may taste straight up like grass. And give you a $4 cigar, it may be better smoke you ever had. So it's a go- it goes according to your palate. You get out there and you try a little bit here and you try a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Some you're going to favor more than others. Now, me, myself, I like a medium to a full-body cigar. Don't give me no sweet cigar. I don't need nothing. Not knocking the name of it, but a fat bottom Betty. You know, I don't want to knock the name, but those sweet cigars, for me, a person that been smoking way before the fad caught on, it's like smoking all sugar. Now, since everybody done got into the social world of smoking cigars, which drove the prices of cigars like way up. <laughs> what I spent back then for a $4, $5 stick, right now that same stick is $15 a day. Mm-hmm. Look at you got a tired mouth over that water. And so, right about now you want a cigar so bad. So in, He's so bad he want to stick something in his mouth so bad. <laughs> I anyway, was going to say something, but we got a little feedback last yeah. week. But what I'm going to say I'm is, sorry, but I owe him that, you guys. I owe him that. What I'm going to say is, <laughs> like Ron was saying, whatever your flavor is, whatever your palate, whatever you like, it doesn't mean that you know nothing about it. You might like that kind of cigar. This guy here. PK likes a sweet Thank cigar. You. I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> Just, uh, he I've think been, he's I've a cigar a connoisseur, you guys. First of all, no. I'm just joking. <laughs> I haven't met a bad one. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't tasted a bad cigar as of yet. So I'm just at that stage where I just, like, what, what, what are you smoking? Let me, let me try that. Yeah, yeah. Let me try that. And, then, and that's how you do it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he could be cracked. He does not care just what you're smoking on. He want to try it. <laughs> Why do you keep going there? <laughs> Anyway, so I old time, you know this. <laughs> look, bro, can we get into some sports talk real quick, man? I know we limited on time, but come on, let's get into some sports talk. I hear we talk about them Ragley Milwaukee. No, the no, they, they ain't been the talk of the town. I heard um, we, when we were talking, the, yeah, the Bulls signed. So the Bulls made, Bulls made the trade. Who they got Vucevic from uh, Orlando Magic. Vucevic is, is a legit center, center yeah. From the the Orlando Magic, um, I guess this will make some of you happy. I don't mean to, uh, you know, say anything yet, but uh, I just want to be a Mr. Ron Arn- Burrell, uh, a do uh, <laughs> your brother, <laughs> my brother from the same mother. Um, you know, he got to get up out of here, got to do big things. You know, that's how big people do. You know what I'm saying? They do big things. So, Ron, I am so happy that you came on the show. Man, we Say, man I truly you, enjoyed bro. you guys. I had fun at this little round table. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Table. <laughs> no, you know what? Really, table. it's set up in a tea, so this little tea top. <laughs> you know, I really enjoyed enjoy. you, fellas. Hey. I would definitely be back to do it again. That's I what I'm talking about. I, I just about to ask. Yeah. So I want you guys to continue to do what you're doing. You guys doing good things, and I look forward to be sitting down to talk with you guys again. Definitely, so, definitely. Y'all yeah. take care. That's much. All right, now, too, brother. Take care. <laughs> hey.
Now back to you, Todd. <laughs> All right, Todd. <laughs> right. Love you, brother. Right. Yeah, oh, man. oh, definitely. Isaac, pull up. Love you, bro. Yes, sir. Love to you, we love you, brother. We love you. Pull up a seat, young brother. You know what I'm saying? With Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, introduce this brother over here. Man, well, we got uh, two more special guests in the building. Little bros to Big Taz. You know what I mean? Uh, we got my brother Isaac over here. Did y'all here. hear that, Big Taz? Right. Yeah. And then <laughs> we got little bro Isaiah over here, man. They joining us today, man. Welcome to the Welcome, podcast. Welcome, you guys. Welcome. 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 Yeah, that's enough. No. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get to it, man. Um. Vucevic. I mean, I think the only thing that y'all would really like about him is that he he is one of the players that's kind of like a butt killer. Like, every time we play Orlando Magic, he pulls up a lot of points uh, against us. So, for, for him to be on the Bulls, I would feel a little bit threatened if the Bulls had a better team around him. Oh, gee. But uh, we right. I think y'all still a few years away from uh, being a consistent Bottom feeder in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I mean, all right. I guess oh, coming from the Milwaukee Bucks, who comes third in the Greek East, freak, third in the East, but still can't take a title. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, everybody know the Greek freak, awesome player. You know what I mean? So, um. <laughs> I think, man, I look forward to it this year. I'm not going to lie. I haven't um, been watching a lot of basketball. There's a reason for that. Uh, yeah, because they're bad. They, <laughs> they discriminate against us he in Wisconsin. No you didn't get down to the Walmart with that stimulus check. Wow. <laughs> wow, this cat muted me, you guys. Well, you was sitting around fondling with candy wrappers. You know what Why I mean? you gotta say fundling and everything? I was not fundling with anything, <laughs> look, sir. Look, brother. Fundling, but um, how y'all feeling about how you feeling about that? Do y'all, y'all y'all get into basketball like that? How you feeling about that? I don't watch sports no more. Not much. No, not much. Well, I can tell y'all that the Bulls are bad. Um, they've been bad for a while. Um, not as bad as the Bears, but. Bad. But <laughs> <laughs> bad. But the trade itself was good. It is, was a good trade. Is he the only Wisconsin team? Yes. Yes, yes he is. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. We are all Chicago. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. I am comfortable in my own skin. <laughs> Considering that we are in Wisconsin shooting this. Yeah. And it's funny, I get more compliments on my Bears and Bulls stuff. Then I'll ever hear anybody talk about Bucks. People like red and blue. No, they're like, they're like kind of oh, like an American thing. thing. What did you do? Oh, Bulls, go Bulls. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I was just, you know, he was talking and I didn't want to hear that crap, so I thought I was smacked. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, I know Todd wanted to touch on, um, and I'm sorry, I'm taking the hard right too, on the Asian um, community. The racism and stuff. Yeah, what's going on like, with that? I, I keep hearing about it. Yeah. The um there's been a lot of talk about um the the 
the racism that the Asian community have has been enduring, um, especially like during the end of Donald Trump's presidency, um, when he was associating the coronavirus to to China, he was calling it the China virus, um, just pretty much causing an uproar within the, the United States um, and kind of promoting a whole lot of racism towards the Asian community and even those who resemble um, uh, people of Asian descent. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, had, we had a very, very deep conversation about, about racism and um, it kind of led into cancel culture where, um, you know, there were comedians out there like Jay Leno has gone on record and apologized for for all the things that he said about Asian the Asian community, and there was some talk that comedians should get a pass. I I think there's levels to this. I I, I seriously think there's levels to this um, simply because that if your language, regardless of what occupation you have, if your language leads to the discrimination or death or abuse of 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 a community of of a race, I don't think it should be allowed, regardless of what occupation you have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with the with the comedian thing, I feel like um, they've been doing comedy. I mean, years before we all were born, and they've always hit the hard subjects, and that's what they do. I feel like we always need to find humor in every situation, which we laugh about a lot of stuff, but we're also serious at the same time. And I just feel like, like we were saying, this, that's the sensitive part of today is like, oh my God, he did not joke about that. Like, it's a joke. You know what I mean? We were saying, what, your mama jokes back in the day. You know what I mean? And Some you know, Yeah, you know, I mean, I just feel like this, the world has gotten really sensitive. Cameron, your mama's so big. When she jumped in the air, she got stuck. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yo, but, mom. No, your mom's upstairs. I love your mom. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm. Good. But I just feel like you know, I do feel like. Ah, uh, you know, I love Miss Carrie to death. So don't even can try. I, can I finish my statement? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate it. Carrie started. Rude. I ain't started. Nothing. I'm about to cancel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I do feel like comedians do have, I guess, that quote-unquote past, you know what I mean, to talk because it brings laughter, and with laughter comes healing, you know what I mean? So yes. I just, I, I don't feel like they should have to be muted or... Um, what censored. Censored, you know what I mean? So that's just my feeling, and, I, and it's not to say that, you know, what's going on with the Asian community or... Whatever they're joking about, whether it's a joke about the LGBT plus community, <clears throat> LQ. He don't even know what he's talking about, folks. I'm sorry. But LGBTQ plus LGBT. community. You know what oh, I mean? listen so, to him. Do it again. No. Okay. Um, but I do feel like, you know, they shouldn't be um, criticized for that because that's what they do. And we all know it. You know what I mean? So They know. Um, no. <laughs> no, I think uh, just the times is different. Um, it is from back then, and just like with any comedian, like you can't you can't use the same jokes that you you did off uh, Russell Simmons' <laughs> Def Comedy Jam to like now, like it uh, true, a lot of that stuff true. wouldn't fly, and a, and a lot of things have changed. And, and most importantly, when we're talking about the Asian community, especially what they have gone through, like if you were a comedian, you did a set, 
and you started talking about the Asian community, I'm I'm almost certain that it's probably not it's gonna fall flat. It's not gonna be I, as funny based off know. what's been I, happening. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we kind of disagree with uh, you. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> it's been funny. I'm depends on what community you say it. Right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Because if you got um. God, I cannot remember this uh, Asian comedian. He's a young guy, and he's been on the scene, and he's been killing it lately. And he talks about Asian. I mean, and he talks hard about him. I wish I remember his name, but um, but he's Asian. Yeah, I he's think, Asian. He I mean, talked about that. Asian, but, but I mean, I don't think it has to. I don't think. Only Asians can only joke about Asians or blacks can right, only joke about right. Asians. They can joke about whatever it is because um what's the um the white comedian um that has the black wife? I cannot think of his name. Um, uh, are you talking about um uh, I can't think but the dude is hilarious. Owen. Is it Yeah, Owens. Um. But uh bad news, they're about to get a divorce. Well, that's his fault. But um, <laughs> Gary Owens. Gary, Gary Owens. Owens. The dude is hilarious, and he talks about oh, the black community. I go in this. Dude is hilarious. Do I take offense to anything he says? No, he's a comedian. You know what I mean? But that's just like one of the. Uh, I think I brought it up when we were discussing, and I was saying something about um, the shack. Um, his that shack rose for Emmett Smith. Of Emmett Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the white guy on there, and he was clowning black folks. And Monique, I forgot his name. I know his name. But he was clowning black folks. And everybody was rolling. I mean, because no one took it personal. Right. And they and the cameraman, he panned on the black people. Black people was like, oh, right. no, he didn't. No, he didn't. But the guy was... Funny and Monique was like, huh? Jeff Ross. Yep, that's his name, Jeff Ross. And um, Monique was like, um, all right, Jeff, keep that shit down there, Jeff. Keep that shit down there. <laughs> I remember. Don't bring it down here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the whole thing, it was hilarious. I mean, you know, he talked about everybody. He talked about people that wasn't there. And the first thing he said was, wait a minute. Everybody was like, ooh. And they was like, he was like, what? But see, like Is I he said, here? It's levels to it. So, like Jeff Ross was talking about some of the the everyday habits, he was playing off the everyday habits of a lot of a lot of stuff that African Americans can relate to. Brother, something that you, he was saying. If you, if you do a set and talk about um, how Asians look when they fall after they've been robbed or something like that, like there are some comedians out there that take it to that level. I'm saying that in this climate right now, there. Like anything that plays off that is 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 not acceptable. You're being too damn sensitive now. That would be bad. But how is that bad? Why not? I think it'd be bad if 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 what he what what Todd just said if if you joke about how they just fell after they got robbed and beat up. That's what they do. They joke about it. I think. But that's after they. But I'm I'm I guarantee it wouldn't be something. That I, they would happen have. to do at that moment, it would be a little time right. to oh, get over it. Right. It wouldn't be something that I'd be like, oh, you like failed. this just happened about right. the stage right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it give it give them time to heal a little bit, but you know, I'm quite sure they would make sure you good. Hmm. Okay, you're all right. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yes. the saying, like, um, 
us. Like, hey, if Cam walked over there and he tripped and busted his ass, <laughs> it'd be like, Cam, you good? Boy, y'all gonna put a hole in me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I, like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, you don't even try. I guess. We gonna make uh-huh. sure you I are just, right. I, right. I don't, nah, I don't, I don't, talking about me. I don't agree with that. Uh, I, I just don't agree oh, with that. Time out. Time out. Excuse me. You the last person because Uh-oh. you contradicting yourself. Uh-oh. Because there's been plenty of times I done did something and you've been like, you all good? And then the next minute you come in with your it's joke. It's not the same thing. I think Not the same thing. I think it is. Not the same thing. I understand if, you if talking people, about the severity if, of the if things. There, if, there is, if, if there is a climate that's created where Asian Americans are losing their lives, hmm. I wouldn't joke about that. I don't joke about a dead homie. I don't joke about any of that stuff. Like that's that's what I'm saying is levels to this. And I if understand you're just talking that. about like if you're talking about things that Asian Americans can relate to with like if they go to eat at a at a family reunion, that's something totally different than talking about uh something that has anything to do with stereotypes uh, stereotypes on the on the negative spectrum, not not a positive, on the negative spectrum regardless of what occupation you have comedian or a, a philosopher it doesn't really matter none of that matters it's right now they're dying out on the streets because of something that the president of the united states doing he was the beginning of it okay but see i understand what you're saying when you're saying stuff like that when you talk again that's just like what i said i understand when you're talking about the severity of things i understand if you're talking about something especially when we're talking about death death is not a funny thing at all you know what I'm saying? I just lost a nephew. He shot himself. You know what I'm saying? And that's not funny at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't think at any time, at any place, it would be funny. You know what I'm saying? But the fact is, it, again, it's just about the severity of the comments and the jokes and stuff. But if we talking about other things that if he a Chinese person or he's married to a Chinese person and everything, I'd be like, dude, I'm not coming over there. I don't want no Chinese food tonight. Look, give me something black or give me something Jamaican or anything. I'm just saying it's all about the severity, and that's come down to respect. See, we're going on different levels now. Now we're talking about I, severity, I respect. Time. There's levels to this. Uh, but I understand that. But when he was talking about, you know what I'm saying, as far as bringing stuff up, like, you know, to make laughter, bring healing, that's what he's talking about. And I understand what he's saying. Something that don't have to go to the... To the extent that we talking up yeah, to the extreme as far as talking about anything that's involving death, you know what I'm saying, or anybody true heartbreak, you know what I'm saying. Nobody, I don't think anybody would do that, you know what I'm saying. But again, you do have comedians that take it to that level, and it's not really all that bad because, like I said, Jeff Dunham again, love the guy, you know what I'm saying. The ventriloquist, he speak and. The city where he went to did not over there in um, Saudi someplace. I could be wrong. But he went over there, and the government did not want him to bring out the uh, the doll. Uh, what's his name? Ahmed the Dead Terror. Right. My he did not terror. want them to bring it out, and they said it was going to be some repercussion if he did. The whole auditorium was asking for Ahmed the Dead Terror. And he brought him out. And he was like, forget it. This is what these people want. It ain't about what the government want. They took it serious. They took it serious because, again, Ackerman the Dead Terry. I know. I know what happened to Jeff Dunham for doing it. Oh, they took him off stage. 
Oh, yeah. He had to end the show. You know, but that's nothing. Even though it's what the people <clears throat> But right. the people wanted to hear Ackman the Dead Terrors because Larry. Let's let's put that let's put that in perspective. It's the people that was within that 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 set that setting that wanted that. Like they don't speak for the whole in, in entire country though. No but the whole entire country wasn't in the auditorium either. Right. Right. But no. but if you're using that at, if you're using that as an example to say that you know, comedians do this for the the that that would bring laughter so, to someone who had a family member die of a suicide. And bomb. everybody we not joke laugh at the same thing, right? Right. But and but we we can only go we can we can only go by numbers. We can't go to every single situation, every single person, and say how do you feel about this situation. We can only go by by numbers, by 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 group. By the masses, but, but we but don't the, know the numbers. Everybody who went to that auditorium to see that comedian knew about that comedian and was a fan. They probably yes. didn't have anybody that died by a suicide bomber. That but, probably didn't. But you don't know area. that. You right. don't know that. I said, right. I said they probably. But at the same time, words he's still in that part of the world. He's in that country. Right. So Ahmed the dead terrorist could be. You know what I mean? Offensive to anybody in that country, but by him being in that country, I ain't gonna say no black people, or Americans was in that, but guaranteed majority of them was um, from wherever. Uh, Where did you say he was at? Saudi. Arabia. I think Saudi Arabia, some you someplace. Know? So oh, I mean, uh, in the Arab area. You can't make the, judge, can't make like the that. judgment off that simply because, like, America is America itself is big. So if there's a comedian that only makes jokes about African Americans and he decided that he wanted to do a show and I'm not saying that this state is full of races or anything, I'm just using this as an example, in South Carolina and he sells out that would be like somebody overseas saying, well, shoot, America must like racist because this is a racist comedian and he just sold out the auditorium. But that's, that's exactly what you're saying. No, it's not. You're saying that the those people, those people that it, wanted to hear him do jokes with that in puppet. that auditorium, but they don't speak for that whole country. But it, the whole country wasn't in that auditorium. I know. Hold on. If you telling me and that dude in South Carolina over there saying the worst jokes in the world about blacks that I might not find funny, I'm not over there. I don't get, care what he's saying. Mm. I'm not in that auditorium. I didn't go see him. So should because I don't like it, can he not do his shows? No. It's people that like him. It's racist comedians out here, I'm sure, that go to these and kill it. Just because we might not agree with it don't mean they can't do their show. And then what I did say, that there was some important officials that was sitting right there in the front. And they enjoyed the show. See, this, see it seems like you... you Making an argument that they are shit, they like that audience there is is representing in the the mood. No, 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 that's no. not what I'm then saying. But what I'm like saying, that's... no, no, don't put words in my mouth because what I'm saying is, right? and I'm gonna say exactly what I'm saying. You and we talked about this before. That's just like back in the '80s. I'm sorry, '90s in living colors was talking about gay people. Mm-hmm. Was talking about two tears swinging around, two tears hey, swirling. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they was talking about all that. Didn't and nobody say nothing didn't to? Like it, didn't watch it. Didn't nobody say nothing to David Greer? Didn't nobody say nothing to uh, Damon Wayne? Didn't nobody Kenny Wayne? And if they did, it did not make it a big Bear. impact. Whereas that it took them off the air and they was told not to do it. 
It was laughter. It was. It, it didn't mean nothing. I don't think too many um, gay people took it seriously. Whereas that they called in and wanted it, or, yeah, or it yeah. made news or anything like that. They talked about Jews. They talked about black people. It wasn't such a big thing. It's a joke. It's a uh, sometimes it was a tasteless joke, but all in all, it was funny. You know, you had some Asian, you had Jews on there, you had black people, you had Polish people on there. You know, so it, not even go there. Let's go even go to the mainstream as well. Again, let's go to um, Saturday Night Live. Oh my God! Come on now. They hit, man, they had low blows out this world. The point I'm trying to make is that, like, it, the climate's change. Like, it's not the same. Like, I know you want to go back to the 80s and say, they've been doing this since the 80s. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. fly now. I, it I, doesn't I disagree. Fly. Like, it does, like, you can't it's more do, sensitive now. Right. People the climate has changed. And then that's, that's, like, I think that's what people, that's why I, I believe where we fail at. We, so we look at certain things that used to work at a certain time, and then we try to bring that same exact format to this time, and it just is not going to work. But we're not bringing it back to this time. we just basically changing up the game. We can't use everything that was done back in the 90s. We can only change up the game. The thing is about it is it's more material. Let's be honest. It's a lot more material lot. than it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell, and let's be honest. If... Donald Trump, at being a damn president at the time, took everything offense. Do you know what I mean? If people be locked up or put in a, uh, on a black site, we wouldn't even hear from him uh, seriously anymore. But it's called freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Very true. And, you know, everybody decide they want to get sensitive. Don't get me wrong. I'm sensitive to anything and everything that's negative that's happening to any race, culture, anything. But I'm not going to sit here and get upset because this comedian decided he wanted a crack joke about an Asian woman, a gay guy, a black guy, a Jewish guy, a Polish guy. I'm not going to get offended about that. You know what I'm saying? If it's something negative, if I don't want to watch it, click. And I'm going to turn the channel. If you don't like it, get off it. Stop watching it. Don't look at it. Just because... Country people that like country music don't like rap music. Don't mean people got to stop rapping. You know what I mean? They just turn to their station. You know what I mean? If you don't want to hear it, if you don't like what he's saying, find your comedian that you like. Find your singer, your rapper, whoever it is that you like. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. I don't like rap that much. So just because I'm black doesn't mean that I necessarily have to listen to it. I tease Cameron about rap all the time. But that's his music. If he, Karen. that's what Karen like. I like all music. I ain't gonna lie. My bad. Oh, yeah. You always play the oldies when you come up here. My bad. Hey, that's just me. You know him and his brother. They love. They back in the day. Music. They love rap. I'm with you. I'm you know what I'm saying? And, but that just wasn't my forte. If I didn't want to listen to it, I joke with you guys. And if I didn't want to hear it, what I do? See ya. Not when you're riding in the car. You ain't lying. I just pissed the bitch about it. <laughs> that about it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's no knock against any type of race or anything. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we're all here. You all, everyone I think here feels the same way. When it comes down to anybody being done injustifly, I said it wrong, sorry. But um, if anybody's being done wrong, no, we don't get down with that. 
But as far as as a joke, a comedian, anybody else, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is, you know? You know, and that's just my opinion. That's all, you know, my opinion is not fact. Right. It's just my opinion. And that's all of us. It's all our opinions, you know what I mean? And everyone has one. No one person's opinion should be stronger than another. Right. You know what I mean? So. You should value my opinion more than everybody else. For those who's out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So. Don't you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and and that goes for everybody out there, you guys. Just don't think we out here and we just don't care about anybody or, or any race, or anything like that. You know, we. We're very much caring for brothers from different mothers, and you know what I'm saying. We love everybody, right? Everybody, you know, and that's just the way it is. And Except that's... Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> just playing. No, he but, ain't. He's serious because I'm right along with him. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm jumping on his bandwagon <laughs> with that one. Yeah, we don't care about Green Bay. No, Green Bay in the house. Anyway, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, don't worry about. It. I'm gonna edit that out in. Uh... Well, like, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, we definitely want to invite all our viewers, all our listeners. Please comment, comment, comment. You comment. Know we I mean? read that. Let we read know. it. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, and we will do our best. You know what I mean to um, address any comments. With any, we're gonna we would try to do all, but you know we all long when we all talk. So well, except Cam. But you know, we'll make what it I work. Say. We'll, <laughs> we'll make it work, y'all. You know, hit us up at uh, bfdm1522 at gmail.com. We definitely will respond to y'all four of us. They know. I'm Todd. I'm Cam. It's your boy BK. It's your boy. It's your boy Taz, man. We want to thank our special guest. We got Isaiah. We got Isaac. He back there pumping some iron back there. And we definitely want to give a special thanks out to Ron Burrell for coming through with us today, man. We appreciate all y'all. And hey, like we always say, man, I love you, BK. All day long. You know I love you, Taz. I love you, Cino. All day long. I love you, BK. I love you, Todd. I got nothing but love for you. (laughs) And you know, thank you. This has been Brothers from Different Mothers. Tune in to our next show. Other than that, he's out. We out of here.